Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. Uh, this is a good one. Robbie Gray and Carl Amon go out. A 19-year-old kid and a flaky half-forward come in and Roach thinks the reigning premiers are shaking in their boots from Lewis. That's not, uh, anyway. I, that's not what I said, Lewis. My point <laughs> not, is, it isn't what he said, and to be I, fair. I'm sure Matt Rendell will give us heaps of examples. He joins us on the line. Uh, Matt Rendell, the AFL list guru, for all our trade radio updates, of course, trade your way with CMC Markets. Visit cmcmarkets.com. Hello, Matty. Oh, good afternoon, fellas. He's a busy man. Yeah, you know, well, doing the cricket in the studio yes, yesterday. You're in Melbourne or Adelaide? Oh, I'm in Melbourne. I'm in Melbourne, mate. Okay. I'm in Melbourne. Matt, I'm doing my best. Matt, you don't have to buy coffee for a year. Uh, no, I was just about to say that. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to work out how I'm getting to pay for coffee every day for a year. That's <laughs> there are ways. That there are ways. Mate. Seven, seven, five, thirty-five a week. It's only going to cost you sixteen hundred. That's yeah. all. Yeah. <laughs> well, you weren't surprised in the end, were you? Matt Kraut stays on the Adelaide list. No, mm. yeah, he stays on their list. They got a choice. They can pay him out yep. and drop him off the list. Yep. Um, so or. You know what? He puts his head down and he has a massive crack and he forces his way into the team. Correct. Now, Matt, we're intrigued. You thought 33 was appropriate value from Port Adelaide to a Geelong for Radagalia. We can't get to the bottom yep. of exactly what Geelong wanted. Neither Jason Cripps nor Andrew Mackey made that clear in their post-trade discussions. Miles and I have been banging on for the last 15 minutes. You've been there as a list manager in the trade period. If you see a trade that's going to make a competitor better, how many times do you say, mm, not sure I really wanted to do them a favour? Um, I don't really worry about it, Roach. I, I worry yes. about making yes. us better. Yes! Making Victory! Us better. Victory! So Victory. If, the <laughs> if the competitor gets better, I still think we'll beat them. So I, I still think our team will beat them, even if they get better. Are you the exception? Are you the exception better. to the rule? Oh, Matt? I love you, Matty. No, oh. it would be a hundred percent roots. <laughs> you don't, you don't think there are list managers there that say? Well, oh, well, do you do... reckon? Do you reckon uh, Collingwood worry about Grundy? Oh no, but that they're was both, that, oh, made, that made them better, better by getting rid of salary cap. But uh, uh, no, Matt, what essentially, essentially, what we're saying is. Is I put it up there that Geelong they're not worried they kept Radigalia because they didn't get enough and he's better for them not because they didn't want to make Port Adelaide no, Miles, better no, Miles, no, more you, competitive. Miles, you exactly. were taking that out of context. Well, that's exactly. that was our argument, Ruth. No, I'm saying part of any discussion is are we making a competitor a rival better and harder to then compete against? Um, so you think Geelong? Just didn't want to do the deal because it'd make Port stronger. No, I'm not saying that's the only reason, Matt. But, but you're I, saying it's a part well, of it. I mean, I can well remember. I, reckon, I, reckon I can well remember, still, Matt. You remember when? They'll beat Port. I, <laughs> Matt, you. I well remember when Nick Stevens was seeking to go to Collingwood. Mark Williams wouldn't entertain yeah. it because he said, "I'm not going to make Collingwood better." 
Well, that worked out well, didn't it? Wow. <laughs> they lost him for nothing. Yes. They <laughs> did win a flag, though. Did win Stockhart a flag. did win a flag. And Collingwood took a I while to get their next one. Hang on. And Collingwood beat them, too, didn't they? Over uh, here. Over in Adelaide. No, they not that year. They beat them in the final, didn't they? No, not that no. year, Matt. Not no, it was, it was either... Uh, it was one, Geelong, Geelong, St Kilda, Brisbane. 2001, 2 or 3, Brisbane, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah well, that's why, that's why Mark didn't one, want to make three, him better. 1, 2 or 3, yeah, I reckon Collingwood knocked them off in the final. Yeah. That's why Mark didn't want to make him better. Yeah, so... Um, All right, nah, Matt, well, so who won this trade period? Uh, well, there's about five or six clubs won the trade period. Look, Geelong, everyone's saying Geelong. My son just said then, they just got three players in who can't get a game with their team they're in and they've got a pick seven they don't know who it is. Mm. So how have they got better? And I said Daniel, I said they're not preparing for next year they're preparing for 2024 because I think they'll have a, quite a few retirees at the end of next year mm. Tui, maybe Duncan, maybe Smith, maybe Hawkins uh, four could be more and I think they will play these kids well their kids are 22-ish uh, they'll play them next year in preparation for 2024 to keep them super competitive. But the interest will be, uh, we haven't seen Geelong without Selwood for how long? 15 years. Yeah. Mm. Richmond, clearly... uh, Richmond, good. Yep. Melbourne? Richmond, good. Port, great. Port, great. Do you think Port's great when they didn't solve that need for a defender? Uh, I'm, not, I'm not as perturbed about that as what... Um, Kane Corns is. Yeah. is a good defender. Just play him on the best forward instead of trying to mess around with him being the interceptor. Uh, Cleary does good jobs on players. Jonas, look, they're probably one short there. If they get an injury to Leary Lear, they're in a bit of trouble against the team with tools. But I think their all ground defence will be pretty damn good. Yeah. They'll be a lot fitter. And uh, I'm not particularly worried about it unless Leary Lear gets injured. But the other factor is. I think they could put Finlayson back if they wanted to. Um, they've got plenty of key forwards, even Georgiadis, but he's not. Georgiadis only about a, he's about a 192 maybe. Um, but Finlayson could easily go back too. It might solve the problem. Finlayson back. Um, Matty, can we go to the losers for the trade period? And four names that keep coming up uh, are Hawthorne, the Gold Coast, the Giants, and St Kilda. Yeah, look. Uh, they're not losers because they're in different stages of where they are in their uh, footy life. So uh, Gold Coast Suns had to get rid of money out of their cap. So they just took draft picks. They couldn't take too many players. They took, I think they got one, didn't they, um, long from St Kilda. Mm. Uh, GWS were the same, had to get money out of their salary cap, got a welker of draft picks. They'll bring some kids in. So they couldn't really do anything about bringing players in. They brought Bedford in. Um, Hawthorne, they, they get Amon, Meek, and Stevens. But geez, they lose they lose Gunston, Mitchell, and Jager O'Meara. Yeah, look, um, this is uh, Sam Mitchell building a Sam Mitchell team and not a Clarkson team. Yeah. So, that with those players in there, and not the young kids that brought in, they're just going to finish middle of the road. They're going to finish tenth to fourteenth every year. So he's made a decision out with the old. We're going to take as many kids. They'll go again to the draft next year. Um, they'll, who's left? Wingard's last year of his contract. I bet you he has a great year next year. <laughs> so he knows he's, he's probably <laughs> on the way out. Yeah, um, true. So, so they've got a really good defence of young kids. 
they'll build that. They they lack in the midfield for depth there, but they don't care. They're going to play your Josh Wards and your Newcombs. Are just going to stay in there. And Cooper Stevens now out on the wing. So uh, it's going to take. It's it's a rebuild in an essence, which is like two or three years behind the Crows and North. So they're doing this. The Crows and North will get back up, and Hawthorne will be coming in behind them if they do some really smart things around drafting and three years maybe, do some free agency. They'll have a lot of money in their cap like the Crows and North have got at the moment. Well, your man in Brisbane did deliver, as you said, Matt. He got Josh Dunkley over the line. Plus, he's loaded up with draft picks, 34, 35, 36, 38, 55, 56, 73. So there's heaps of points. They do fall short then on draft picks for next year. Is it a win for Brisbane? Well, he's only got 2,400 for this year. Yeah. So he's got about 2-4. If he, if he gets called out first, Ashcroft, yep. there's the 2-4 already gone without Fletcher. He can go into deficit to 700. I got a feeling that GWS won't call out Ashcroft first pick. They'll call out Cadman. And then Scotty Clayton and, and Brady Rawlings will call out uh, Ashcroft probably second pick, which saves him 500 points, yep. which allows him to get Fletcher in with a minor deficit. And they'll probably do some activity. They'll know before the draft what GWS is going to do. And if they if GWS don't call him out, first pick, um, they'll just sit there. But if it's going to go out first pick, they'll have to try and uh, get some points in. The deficit's not too great next year. Mm. So the wash-up, was it a trade period that reinforced again that player movement's really hot again in, in AFL circles? Oh, absolutely. Uh, it was a great trade period. Fantastic trade. Best one we've had. And people go, oh, the good clubs got stronger. Well, the good clubs got stronger because there's about seven or eight of them reckon they can win the flag next year. So they deliberately tried to get stronger. Yeah. The teams down the bottom, they're no chance of making even the eight. Um, but certainly not winning a flag. So what they've done is prepare with draft picks, getting kids in. It makes a lot of sense what happened. And the team's in the middle. So Swannies didn't have to do anything. They got the best kids in the comp. Same with Essendon. The real, (coughs) the real one in the, in the middle there, that's, I don't know what the hell's going on. St Kilda. Cause they're, they're neither here nor there. They ain't, they're not winning a flag. They're not going to go to the bottom, but they're going to finish right in the middle there all the time, and no they need to make land. a decision on what they yeah. want to do. Yeah, that's the famous no man's land where you you just don't have yeah. the draft picks to go up, and you don't have the capital to move on. M- Matty, exactly. then, then where where do you put right now? Then you're talking about teams that are absolutely no chance and teams that are going to fight for it. Where do you put Port Adelaide and the Crows? Oh, I've got Port Adelaide in the top four. They stuffed up their pre-season last year. They finished second the year before. They completely messed up the preliminary final. They should have played Melbourne in the grand final in Perth, and they were a massive chance to win it. Um, they completely stuffed up last year, but they're still a young team. So you know, Sydney, both... Melbourne, Sydney, Melbourne, Geelong, Brisbane, and Richmond, who are everyone's touting as the five, that Port are, they're in that mix, in that fold. Absolutely they are. Yep. Um, they're, they're way better. Um, and especially if they can get Fantasia up there, I mean, that's a big hit. Um, they get Fantasia and Rioli in there. That's dangerous forward line. Horn Francis in the middle there. Um, they got <coughs> plenty of players to replace them on. They, they got a welter of running backs who are beautiful kicks. Uh, don't, and the important one is they don't want to lose a Leary Lear. <laughs> it's super important. I don't know if they can do anything pre-season draft. Do they take back a Skinner or something like that just in case he's a you know he's a he's a one ninety eight 
just in case. I don't know if they're going to allow a spot there, but they should be scouting far and wide to see if there's a big uh, 198-centimetre uh, key back that they can find somewhere, so even in the draft, maybe from Perth. I don't know. At, at, so the Crows, we were, last time I was on with Roach, I copped a bit of heat and the odd death threat because I said yeah. the, the Crows are closer to the spoon than they are the eight. No, well, so you should have. Uh, they're closer <laughs> to the eight. Um, closer to the eight, they get Rankin. Who's, who's, look, Rankin could be a, a superstar. He is a star, but he could be a superstar. Gets fit with the best mm. uh, strength and conditioning coach in the world. Um, his record of teams that he's strength and conditioning, they're always better in the second year when he works out what they can do and what they can't do. So a bit of trial and error in his first year. They were a fit team anyway. I saw someone write that recently, and we, we knew that anyway. Um, and he's made them better this year. I thought Fogarty would be the big improver under Burgess, and he was. Um, but their only issue here is um, heavy reliance on Butts and Murray to stand up the whole year. They really haven't got a replacement unless they trial Himmelberg or someone back there. They really need to, with Frampton gone, which is debatable whether he's good enough anyway, um, they need to find someone as a backup there. Matt, which worries AFL House more? Hearing Greater Western Sydney say the go-home factor's working against them or mm. a first-round draftee doesn't finish his contract at North Melbourne? Well, they'd be worried about both. Um, look, that's no surprise what GWS said. I mean, I used to do the same thing. When I was at the Crows, I, I had great con, more consideration for taking Vic Country kids. So 60% of kids get picked from Victoria. Yeah. So I had more consideration for taking Vic Country kids because Melbourne wasn't a place they were interested in living. They love the country. Country kids love the country. So I tried to hone in on the country kids. They, they really liked Adelaide. You know, it's not too big. You can move around pretty easily. Um, so this is, this is not, nothing new. Brisbane did it. They took all those city kids. They all nicked off in one year. Ace, Polnick, uh, Yo and the likes. And they went for the country kids. And look at them now. You know, they went for McCluggage, the Berries. Um, Neil uh, McCarthy. Rainer, I think. Um, so, well, they're South Australians. Uh, but uh, they went for the country kids. And look at them now. They're all staying. No one's leaving. Yeah. So this is nothing new. you just got to be... You've got to do your homework when you're doing the interviews and you speak to your... To every man his dog about this player, what do you think? Do you think you'll want to go home? How strong is the family ties? You, you, you ask a lot. Of, you ask about their girlfriend. Players get bemused when you ask them about their girlfriend. It is crucial for interstate teams to find out about their girlfriends. I didn't know. No, well I tell you what, a player I picked didn't have a girlfriend when I did my last interview with him. Picked him in the draft, and he went home after two years. His missus was desperate for him to come back to Victoria. Now, he didn't have the girlfriend. <laughs> he, he got the girlfriend between my last interview and the draft. <laughs> well, it, it does happen, so, Matty. We're desperately late for a break here, mate. Appreciate your yep. chat. Um, look, thanks for uh, thanks for everything that you, that you do on the show in the trade period. I know it's a busy time for you and I appreciate everything. No worries, fellas. Much appreciated. Enjoy your Thank coffee, you. Matt. Matty Rendell, yeah, for, for the whole year. Trade Radio Update 6. 
Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.